Good evening, and everyone, and welcome to our Internal Affairs Media broadcast and the recording of the interview with Arena. Hi. Uh, hi, how are you, Arena? It's Arena. We are on with the Eternal Affairs Media. EA Media is a Christian-based group. Um, we have a, a politically uh, charged and 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 and, uh, and religiously motivated podcast. Uh, I do the podcast Politically Incorrect, and I am your host tonight, Andrew Schechter. My podcast is on every Thursday evening, 10 p.m. Eastern time on Podbean and other selected podcast venues. So this evening we have Rena, and Rena is a uh, witch-turned-Christian, has the podcast The Secret Place, <laughs> a very interesting uh, podcast uh, from witchcraft to new, uh, uh, to new Age to, to Christ. And just as an opening, I've, I've been in that position myself. I'm very honored to be able to speak with Rena today. I'm, everybody should should visit her 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 podcast as well, um, and I'm sure she'll tell us where where that can be found. Uh, because I've been there before, and it's a it's a tough situation. And my personal situation, just as a as an opener, is as a, a, you know, um, a member of the Society of Friends, the Quakers, as some people call them. Um, for many years, my parents were involved with that, and they. My, my dad had died at a very young age of 46 and the Quakers came and helped us out, helped my mom out. My mom passed away. And at that point, it was a few years later, I was very depressed and, and down. And um, they came about a year later. I, I never, no one knocked at the door. No one said, how are you doing or anything? They came knocking at my door and <clears throat> sent me and then sent me a letter and said, you're not a Quaker anymore because you didn't pay your tithes. And I thought, well, if that's religion, I don't want any parts of it. And then they started dabbling in occult affairs and, and witchcraft and and all kinds of crazy things for the next four or five years before I decided that you know I don't like the, the current ministries and I actually became an ordained minister and um, through the, went through seminary and started my own church modern day Christian fellowship which still exists to this day without further introduction then or further ado I will introduce Rena and Rena tell us your story and tell us what happened to you and uh, what you'd like us to know about, about how to return to Christ if we've left the fold. Hey, um, so basically, um, I grew up um, Christian, but I had religion, not a relationship with Christ. And I started dibbling and dabbling in horoscopes and tarot cards and things like that. And numerology books, like at a very young age. And when I got older, I just, I realized like, okay, the religion thing is not for me, kind of like how you said. And I, I walked away from Christ and started dabbling in witchcraft. And by dabbling, did you get with a group or did you, were you doing it on your own or what, what, what exactly did you get involved in? Okay. So I first started going to a tarot reader. And then I bought my own tarot deck and then I started going down the new age spirituality um, path um, where you basically are just like your own God. Like, even though I believed in Jesus in the back of my mind, like I thought I was a good witch. I thought that by using manipulation and doing spells and stuff, as long as my intentions were good, that, you know, every, that I could still be a Christian and practice this new age and stuff. But I was mostly doing it myself, but I did have a coven, they call it, of um, witches, you know, where you guys uh, practice magic together and, um, 
they teach you how to do stuff and but mostly I did it alone too because a lot of the people that I knew like they were not really into it so I was meeting like new witches and stuff like that so during that 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 time period did you find I'm I'm going to ask this in a kind of a crazy way because I've seen both sides of it did you find benefits or 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 evils of that now as as a as an explanation of why i'm asking that question when i was involved i had both uh, some really bad experiences of things going negative and doing negative magic and having it come back on me and and and, po- and positive things that never really were actually positive they just seemed positive initially um and just an example my, my daughter was messing with it got into it as well and she was messing with a, a ouija board the two of us were working with it and it said she's going to get a she's going to get a new job and sure enough she got a new job and then something really bad happened and she ended up in jail a week later so did you have, what what, oh, wow. what are your yeah she did it would say and and i've had similar experiences too or i did some negative magic and for the next year and a half um, you know my car broke down and the, um, I lost my job. I mean, it was just, it was a series of unfortunate events, which is actually the, the series that turned me back to Christ. What were your mm-hmm. experiences, positive and negative, when you were, when you were in the occult? And then we're going to go on to what you're experiencing now and how you got involved in what you're doing in, with Christian. Okay. So my, the positive experience was in the beginning because it was something new. I felt like I was helping people because, you know, in new age, they call it light work white magic healers um you know like you're healing and I thought I was truly healing and I felt like I found my identity because I have so much trauma from stuff that happened in the past so everything felt good like I felt like I was free you know but I was getting sick and you know there was no explanation there was no medicine that was working for me Um, like I was going back and forth to the ER, like I was having breathing problems and I was getting like angrier and angrier and I was drinking more and I was smoking more weed, uh, behind the scenes. But it's like when people saw me or whenever I did a reading or did a spell for someone, like they would tell me, oh, you're such a good person. I love your energy. I love your aura. And I personally, like my biological dad has never poured that into me. So, you know, that felt good to me. But um, when I was doing money spells, like I would get the money, but it wouldn't be like a large amount. And I was like, okay, so I got to keep doing spells to get more money. Um, But then I just started noticing like things started turning bad. Like I had to let go of my apartment because I started having financial troubles. Um, Car got repossessed because I was having financial troubles and ultimately like God humbled me I had an encounter with him and I threw my hands up and I was like okay I'll stop I'll stop practicing witchcraft that's that's kind of interesting because that's almost the exact same experience I had as well I actually had found out I don't know if you found this out but I found two things out that were kind of interesting I found out one enough that you would if you would you know do a spell to get the money to get your car repaired I, I did it one time I said you know I pray that my car doesn't have to they can it'll pass inspection without any repairs and boy uh, what was i doing a big spell on that one because every year it was costing me a ton of money right yeah and sure <laughs> like sure. it comes with a cost it's like yeah, the so devil sure, enough, I, sure enough i brought that car in and 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 it came out clean as a whistle 35 dollars and i'm out the door and two weeks later the entire engine blew so i mean it was 
Right. <laughs> is that the kind of experience? I also also had experiences where where you uh, would would do something and, and you found yourself becoming vindictive to others that even though you'd smile at them, you, you would pray that they had trouble so you could cure their troubles. It was kind of that. Yes. You were, did you, you experience that too? Yes, yes, yes. It's like I would smile in people's faces or I would, you know, be all happy and stuff when I'm doing their reading. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I pray your relationship does not work out. Like you coming to me and getting this love, you're like, I pray it don't work out. Like if I gave somebody like crystals or stones or something, like it was definitely um, some negative spirits attached to it. Demons, I should say, attached to it. <laughs> I, and that's, exa that's exactly, exactly what I felt. A lot of people I've talked to that are, that are in that situation have, have felt the same way. Uh, now, the question I have, as you said, you then came back to Christ. Now, can you, can you explain what your path was and what you currently do? Do you, you Did you be, decide to be, belong to a church? Did you start your own ministry? Did you, do you do it on your own? Um, explain exactly what your path forward was. See, that's the funny thing, because um, God <laughs> had a way of, like, getting me alone. Like, I was completely alone. Like, I had a godmom that lived in a new city, like, cause I was in Dallas. Then I got uprooted and relocated to Oklahoma city because I let go of everything due to financial troubles. Um, and I didn't have a church home there. So, and it was like right around the time COVID hit. So like the churches were closed. So I was freaking out, but because I had Christian roots, like I just started playing worship music. I started fasting. I started praying. But at the time, like I was hearing God, but I was hearing demons, you know, and I, I felt like I was going crazy. There was just so much spiritual warfare. I remember um, like a demon came out of me in the living room and I just kept saying like, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Um, and it took a while for me to find a church because of like the COVID restrictions and stuff. But I was like watching YouTube sermons and reading my Bible like every day. And then my Lyft driver had <laughs> referred me to a church and I started going there. And I wanted to run from it so bad, but I'm glad I didn't because that's where God wanted me to be in that time. But I wanted to run because of the spirits that were in me they were still there because I didn't get deliverance till like way later. But um, I ended up going to our Lord's community church in Oklahoma city. That's, that's really, that's really pretty neat. Yeah. And that's, and, it, and I'm sure you found a, a much more welcoming community. I'll take a moment just to take a quick pause and remind everybody, this is an internal affairs media, EA media podcast. Uh, donations to keep our podcast online are always welcome at donate.eamedia.online. And our podcasts are many and numerous. You can find us on Podbean under Eternal Affairs Media. And my podcast is every Thursday night, 10 p.m. Um, the uh, Politically Incorrect Podcast. So please join us. <clears throat> now, I'll get back as well. And an interesting thing, I'm, I'm going to give you my transition. And you said you joined that church. And I'd like to know more about that, those experiences. My, my actual comeback was at a point when I was going down to uh, Temple University to take some classes in Philadelphia. And... Mm -hmm. I was outside and walking the area, and if most people don't know, you know, inner city North Philadelphia, North Philadelphia is probably one of the most dangerous areas, no matter what what color or, or creed you are. Um, and that's where this college is located. And I was walking around the streets of town, and this uh, black, nice black woman came out, and she says, "Son, what are you doing out here in this, at this hour of the night?" She goes, "You're gonna get yourself killed." I said, "I don't even." <laughs> I was involved still in the witchcraft and stuff. She says. 
she says, you gotta, you're, you gotta come in. She says, you gotta come in with us. Little did I know she was one of the people that was part of the uh, uh, Baptist ministry, uh, the Baptist church that was right across the street. When she brought me in, well, I, I could hear her singing and music as I, as I approached the church and walked through the door and they're all jumping and singing. And, she, and when we walked through the door, uh, all, the, all the singing kind of stopped. Everybody looked back and, and this woman said to them, she says, uh, <clears throat> we gotta help this fellow. He's got a problem. He says, she needs us. He goes, please welcome to the church. And they all were welcoming, shaking hands, and then started singing again. I became part of their little church for a while while I was going to temple. And then I realized, you know, just how welcoming God can be and, God, and God's word can, can promote people to, uh, to that positivity. Um, and yeah. I, I never became part of that church. Like I said, I started my own ministry, but they were the most wonderful people in the world. And that's what brought me back. And I've been there ever since. How do you find the church now and the people in the church and the and the the difference between you know, the, the, the contrast between the church and the, and, and, and the satanic religions? Um, honestly, <laughs> like now, well, first of all, I'm glad that God had put me in that particular church because a lot of the places that I've went before, there was nothing for me to do like as a young person. So, but there, there was like so much and they were so involved with the community and it gave me things to do because I'm not the type of person that wants to sit still. Not only that, but they they believe in the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit and they believe in people like practicing it and they call that out. So that particular church opened my eyes to like a lot of stuff. And then I really truly felt the love of Jesus. Like I never felt it before. Like every time I would say, I love Jesus, or whenever people would say, Jesus loves you, I never truly felt that until I went there. Um, in the satanic world, it's like, you'll get like a fake, you'll get like a, a love that feels good for the moment, but you're constantly searching for something <laughs> else and you feel empty and just miserable on the inside. But now I truly understand like true joy, you know? And uh, same here. I know exactly where you're coming from. I guess <clears throat> the next big question would be, how do we bring other others like, like, like us out of that fold? I know in my little ministry, I've gone, you know, I'm a, was a firefighter at the time and brought in and found that the firefighters and the, and the police officers are one of the biggest, uh, groups that's leaving the fold and trying to bring some of them back. And that was our, my primary uh, ministry was to the, to the, uh, to our public servants who are so important to us and pass the word along as well. Uh, mm -hmm. You do anything or you plan, or do you work with people or other than your, your podcast, you do anything else to try to bring others back from, from the depths of the that satanic and, and, and other, and just the, the fact that a lot of people just don't have any religion at all. <clears throat> Honestly, um, I really haven't, been so open with uh my testimony with a lot of people because um you know I was always afraid you know <clears throat> but I have worked with um homeless people in my local area like feeding them you know just pretty much trying to show them like that Jesus does love you regardless of your past and I try not to focus so much on me because I want to kind of meet them where they are I want to hear their story and you know I and I pray for people. Um, but I do have a lot of folks that come to me, like whether it's on Facebook or they'll pull me aside somewhere and they'll talk to me and they just feel so um, comfortable with being open with me. And 
I feel like God has gave me um, the gift of wisdom and counsel and I'm able to, you know, talk to people and pray with them and stuff like that. So I feel I'm still trying to discover what it is that God has for me at this point. So <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> so <clears throat> I guess another question I got when I got involved, I, I became heavily involved in uh, studying you know, once once you're chased from from a religion for whatever reason, from chased away from God, to come back, you need to find out: is this reality? What what is this true, or is this whole you know, Christianity a story? And there's so many other religions. I actually went and studied a bunch of different religions before I came back to Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I've studied the Bible in different ways. And I my my big thing, and a lot of a lot of good Christians say you, you're you're not a good Christian because well, I I preach the, the uh, Genesis and the and the and the first book of the of the of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. The Old Testament is the is the foundation, the legs of the entire Bible. Mm-hmm. That, that everything falls apart. Uh, but but I've done a lot of studying and research. And are, are you go into that at all, or do you or do you just go and just 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 pray to Christ? And either one is excellent because as long as you're as long as you believe in Christ and ask for Christ to come and save you and, and to be with you. Uh, and since I've done that, boy, I'll tell you, I've, I've never I've never looked back. But I'm just looking at your path. Is there is a path to studies, a path to understanding, more to understanding, or what do you, what do you, what do you look forward to, to gain out of your your uh, relationship with Christ? Honestly, I just um, I do study my Bible, but not as much as I need to because I'm more of a like podcast listener, or you know, I'd rather watch a sermon. But I do read my Word. Um, but I've been getting more and more into deliverance, and. I I'm, I participate in church, like in the music ministry, like I sing. Um, so I really want my relationship with Christ to be so solid and I want to be so strong in my walk um, to where I can deliver people through music because um, it has the power to deliver people. Well, we know it's the Holy Spirit that does it, but um, that's what I would like. That's what I want to get out of it. Excellent. And that's like, like I said, any relationship, as long as, as long as you trust in Christ, that's the big thing. Yes. You know, he's carried me over so many situations and, you know, people have said, how, how did you survive that? You know, I went through a a, a foreclosure, the house went into foreclosure and was going to be taken away from us. And it's right at Christmas time. And I prayed and I prayed and I stayed calm and even told the kids we weren't going to have a Christmas anymore or this year rather, because, you know, it's going to be Christmas with Christ. Mm-hmm. We prayed a lot. We did a lot of praying. And then all of a sudden I got this a new job offer and, and, and a check for like $5,000. Oh, month. wow. Yeah. From a contest I had entered months before that I didn't even know I, I had forgotten about totally. And, and I'll tell you, my, my kids to this day, they're, they're good Christians. Amen. <laughs> Christ came through for us, but it's the belief that really counts. Yes. Uh, you know, God is good. And, and paying it forward, it's very important. You, you, you can't, you can't, when somebody says, how did you survive that? I guess through the power of Christ. And you have to, you have to pet, pass that forward. I know a lot of good Christians <clears throat> that don't, that don't acknowledge where their, where they, um, where their, where their abilities came from and where their, their, the wealth of joy and joy came from. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of them are, are failed Christians because they don't promote it. That's one of the reasons I'm so proud of you for coming out and your podcast is so, so positive. What I'd like you to do is tell us where we, where, where our listeners can find your podcast and what it's about. I know you've got a couple of podcasts on there. Can you explain what you got on there and where, and, and where to be found, Rena? 
Okay, um, so my podcast can be sp- found on Spotify and Amazon Music. It's called The Secret Place. Um, the first episode talks about my full testimony from <laughs> being new age and being a witch and then coming to Christ. And it also talks about different demonic spirits and manifestations that I've had in my life. So I'm really documenting like my whole healing journey and stuff on there. Everything is Bible based. Too. So they would just they would just search um, uh, the secret place on, on Spotify, correct? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. I encourage all our listeners to go and, and, and listen to these wonderful podcasts. I really enjoyed them. I, I would never take on an assignment to talk to anyone unless I have 100% belief and I, and I feel really powerful. And, and Rena, you've brought me to that point. Um, you had a really great uh, podcast and a lot of good information that was just spot on. And I've known so many people that have followed your path and our path uh, that it's became a very important mission for myself. And I, I hope you, you can look at that as part of your uh, proselytizing, so to speak. <laughs> Thank you. Glory to God. <laughs> All right. And with that, we're, I'll, I'll remind everybody one more time. This podcast is brought to you by your host, myself, Andrew Schechter. My podcast is Politically Incorrect. You can be heard on Podbean every Thursday evening at 10 p.m. We're recorded sessions on Podbean. And it's brought to you by Eternal Affairs Media, EA Media. Uh, anyway, I want to keep these podcasts going and keep the spirit of God on its path forward. If you could donate or become a, an ongoing sponsor, you can join us at donate.eamedia.online. And Rena, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here tonight with me on this interview. It's been an honor. Thank and, you. Uh, you're welcome. Do you have anything else to say before we, turn, we close the interview tonight? I'll give you the final word. Nope, nothing else. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you keep up, stay with Christ and keep letting, letting people know your po- the positive outcomes you have with Christ, because they're, they're, that's one of the ways you can, you can push people forward without, without having to sell. I don't believe in selling religion. I don't believe in selling Christ. I believe in telling people what Christ has done for me. Right. Amen. Right. Exactly. There you go. So amen. Praise the Lord. And thank you for being here tonight. We'll close with a brief prayer and thank the, thank, um, usually I open with a prayer and I, and I didn't, you know, on my, on my interview, but if you pray with us tonight, we praise God. We praise you, dear Lord, for bringing us this wonderful guest tonight and for, for her uh, ability to, to, and willingness to pass the word of the Lord on, pass your great word on. We praise you for everything you give us, the love the gift of life. And uh, I'll kind of put a little bit of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, uh, humility in here tonight say that I'm, I'm i have a personal pr- praise that i could actually do the podcast tonight after i just got over a terrible cold so thank you lord for allowing me to make it through the podcast tonight rena we will see you again on future podcasts and if you could just stick around for a moment after i terminate the recording you have a great evening thanks for being here tonight bye bye man. <laughs>